Paul questions first, and then we're going to pray, and then he'll just go straight into telling your story. Is that cool? Yeah. Um, so your name is Paul. Mm-hmm. Welcome. What grade are you in? Um, I'm a junior right now. Junior. What I'm school do you go to? Uh, Oak Ridge High School. Oak Ridge. And how long have you been at Woodsedge? Uh, since 2011. So about seven years. Very cool. And what's your favorite color? Uh, probably small groups. Absolutely. That's cool. just the community with the guys there is really good. So. Cool. Well, let's pray for Paul, and then he's going to share his story for, with us. Um, well, God, I thank you for Paul. God, I thank you that you have given him the courage to come up and share what you're doing in his life. Um, and God, that you have done mighty things. Um, and Lord, that you are raising him up to be a leader. God, we ask that you would speak through Paul and that you would use his story to encourage these students and to encourage these leaders too. Um, God, even just reading his story, I've been inspired and I've been encouraged. And so God, I ask that you would use it in the lives of our students. We thank you for Paul. We ask that you bless him. In Jesus' name. Take it away, man. Okay, where to start? Um, So, let's see. Um, So I... Um, have always been raised in church. It's been kind of uh, just pretty natural for me to, to be in community and in Christian community. But uh, ever since last Freedom Weekend, uh, 2017 was really uh, a really powerful year for me regarding my faith in God and my, my, uh, my life with Him. Um, and so this has been like the first Freedom Weekend when I came in kind of already connected with God and really looking for the way that He wanted to grow me because um, in the past, freedom had been kind of like, because uh, this is my fifth freedom, freedom had been kind of more of a reconnection opportunity and more of a way that I could um, come back to God and, and instead of a way that I could kind of grow and become further in Him. And so I was really excited going to this year. Um, however, uh, over the past uh, year and about two months or so, uh, and, and actually, well, I should preface, you know, since I've been rather young, something that I've struggled with has been pornography. And over the past year and two months or so, something that I've struggled with has been uh, marijuana. And that's been, I I really, regarding those two things, I've really felt a whole lot of regret and shame and and guilt regarding those things. I never really wanted to share them. I never wanted to, well, specifically the marijuana, the pornography has been, uh, the past couple years has been a bit of growth there. But as far as the marijuana, that was never something I talked about. I was always afraid of it. And actually going into freedom, uh, you know, I was like, God, you know, I really don't want you to talk about that. You know, I was just like, I don't want to touch that. Just let that. I don't want to deal with that right now. And so I was really kind of afraid of that going in. And so um, I, I, and another thing was that I was kind of in denial about it. I kind of believed that it wasn't. Uh, a sin. I really justified it in a lot of ways, and I, I thought that, you know, you know, God didn't really care, or that it was just, you know, it didn't lead me into other sins or things like that. And so I really lied to myself in a lot of ways regarding that. And so I, I really repressed those emotions of shame and guilt and tried not to address them ever. Um, and so on coming into freedom, I was really nervous about that. But uh, so of course. On Friday night, um, Justin was really asking us a lot of questions, trying to get us to look into some of our sorrow. And he, the specific question that really kind of rocked me was, he said, what's the one thing you don't want God to address? And so, you know, of course, you know, the, the marijuana thing popped in my head, and I was just like, oh, man, <laughs> okay, all right. You know, I, I understand now why you'd want to address that. Um, 
And so that night it was really, it really took a whole lot to, to be willing to share that. And so God really moved me and, and convicted me of that. And so I shared that with my small group that night. And that was very difficult. It was very, uh, I was really nervous about it. And something kind of regarding that that has always been in the back of my mind is that I was really afraid that if I told anyone about it or is that if I shared it, that God would take away something that I loved in order to teach me a lesson about it. And so I was really, really nervous that by sharing it that God was going to see that and he was going to say, you know, okay, you did all this stuff, so I'm going to take away blank just so you learn your lesson. And so I was really nervous about that going into that, but my small group just absolutely encouraged me and and they really just showed me how important confession is and how supportive people are when you do confess to the right people. Um, and so uh, that night on Friday, actually, God kind of began the refreshment process in a way. He, he revealed to me that because I was not, um, I, I had been walking with him in a way and I, was, I, I would, you know, pray with him daily and I would read his word and I was worshiping pretty consistently, but I was never really truly walking with him, and I was never really being close with him, and uh, I wasn't seeking his pleasure, the, the joy and the pleasure that he had planned for me. And so because I desired the pleasure, I went to the world for that, and that manifested itself in pornography and marijuana. And that was kind of the, the, the thing that I turned to whenever I wanted to feel good about myself or feel good about a specific thing or whatever. And so God kind of revealed to me that because I was never running towards him and seeking that pleasure, that I would go to the world. And so then uh, he kind of showed me that he doesn't hate pleasure because that was something that I kind of believed in myself was that, you know, oh, if I'm going to be a Christian, I'm not going to be able to experience joy in blank. I'm not going to be able to do blank. And so I kind of, it frustrated me in a way because I was like, oh, God, why are the things that you want for me not pleasurable? And I kind of, I really believed that, honestly. And so he kind of revealed to me that that wasn't true, and that instead of not liking pleasure, he just wished that we find that pleasure in him. Um, and so he led me to a verse in Second Chronicles, uh, or sorry, in uh, John 10.10, 10, and he said, a thief is only there to steal and kill and destroy. I came so that they have may, may have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. And kind of discovering that and really seeing that that was truthful and that he really did desire that I would find pleasure in him, and then live my life to the fullest, that was really encouraging. Um, and that was just on Friday night. And so throughout the weekend, I, I had been actually reading a, a book by John Eldridge called Walking with God. It's an incredible book. I suggest you all read it. Um, and God really worked through that in a lot of ways. And in the book, it talks about how God truly seeks intimacy with us. And he really wants to be close with us and to be our friend and not just our father, yes, but not just that, to be close with us and to be uh, to be in every area of our lives. And I'd never thought of it that way. He was always kind of just a person that I knew was my friend in a way, but he was more just like, I would go to him every now and then, and I would, I would praise him, and, and I was thankful for his grace and things like that, but I never really thought of him being intimate as a best friend or a parent or a girlfriend would or, or et cetera. And so, um, and that, that was the Second Chronicles verse 15 two, and it says, whenever you seek him, you will find him. And so, that was kind of the thing that God reminded me of is that he did want to have a relationship with me and he did really want to be close with me and he wanted to be intimate with me. So, um, Saturday was 
uh, really, really kind of the, the day that really solidified the way I was feeling about all of this. Um, and I read those two verses in quiet time on, on Saturday. So I was kind of thinking about that going into the day. And even after I confessed the thing about marijuana to my group, I was still really feeling worried and I was really nervous about where that would go. And so, um, and I wasn't sure if I was ready to confess to my parents and to my girlfriend and, and to other people as well. And I, I was still really kind of on the edge about that. And so, uh, you know, on, on Saturday, Justin was talking about the root of the problem. And God, of course, revealed that to me in that, you know, because I was seeking the world's pleasure instead of his pleasure. Um, but so that was kind of uh, solidified that really for me was that that was from God and that that was really what was causing that in a lot of ways. And so on Saturday night, um, oh, and I should also say the intimacy thing, I want to expand on that. Uh, it's kind of, I've never really experienced true intimacy with him, I would say. Um, I would kind of get glimpses of that in worship, and I would kind of experience his presence in some ways and kind of see the way that he would speak into my life and through his word. But I never really experienced that, and so that was kind of like, oh, wow, you know, this is a whole other aspect of God that I haven't discovered yet. And so on Saturday night, it was really, really cool um, how worship became an outlet for that for me. Um, this, okay, specifically, the song So Will I is, I think that's an anointed song. It's an incredible song. And I think, you know, there was a point on Saturday night whenever Justin asked the whole room to kneel. And then they started playing the, the first, like, guitar chords of that. And, like, as soon as I, like, that happened, I was just, I felt God in me and God around me and God in the room in every aspect. And that, uh, you know, once it got to the very, very last verse of the song when, it, you know, it says, you know, God of salvation, you chased on my heart through all of my failure and pride. And it says, and as you speak, a hundred billion failures disappear. And I, you know, at that point I was just bawling. I was just like, I had already been crying the day before. And I was just like, so I felt his love in a new way that I'd never experienced before. And it really just reminded me of his grace and how powerful it is. And that no matter what I had done, I didn't need to feel regretful about it because, or about that, because his grace washed me white as snow. Um, and so then it was kind of, Sunday morning was really the, the time that God kind of called me to action. Um, uh, another, another thing is that last year freedom was kind of the point whenever I turned towards God and I ran towards him for the full year. But I would say that um, I had never really left with a specific thing I knew I needed to do. This is what my plan was. It was more of just like, yeah, I experienced revival and I wanted to continue it. But he specifically, this year, called me to do two things. He, desired, he called me to seek and find the true pleasure that he has planned for me and to seek and find the true intimacy that he has to desire with me. And so that, that is like knowing specifically what he desires for me and knowing specifically what he has planned for me for this year is really, really exciting because I know there's specific things that I can do that will lead me to that. And it's not just like a, I'm kind of lost. I don't really know where I'm going. It's like, oh yeah, I experienced this incredible weekend, but I don't know where I'm going from there. Um, and so he also reminded me of the fact that more sorrow will come and that the sorrow is, is a part of life that we all have to deal with, but it's important that I stay diligent and dedicated to the fact that I'm seeking his pleasure and I'm seeking his intimacy. Um, and that, that will show up in other ways in my life and that, you know, I can serve others and love others. Um, and finally, the main thing that he reminded me of was that this is going to be a day-to-day -day thing. This is not just going to be, I experienced Freedom Weekend and 
you know, I think about it every now and then, and it's like I'm really, really encouraged by it or whatever. This is like I wake up every day. I know why I'm alive. I know why I'm awake. I know exactly what God has planned for me. And even if I don't know the specifics about day-to-day stuff, I know that I'm going to do whatever it is for him. Um, and so this new season of life for me is, is really, really exciting because I'm looking at it through a different lens and I'm kind of seeing God in a different way as more of a, uh, a true father figure than less of a, um, just a person that sees me and I'm, I talk to him every now and then. Um, so finding that, that intimacy from him, for, with him is kind of, and finding that pleasure is part of what has led me out of sin. And so uh, I kind of would like to encourage all of you that Freedom Weekend, yes, it's incredible. It's an awesome experience. It always has been and it always will be. But there's more work to be done. And God absolutely has a plan for you and for you to leave Freedom Weekend and use what he did at Freedom Weekend to lead your life in the following year. And so I, I just encourage all of you to discover what that is and, and, and pray about that and press into that and read his word and, and have him remind you of what that plan is for you. And um, so. Yes. Good job. Well, Paul, I really love your story and your story was really encouraging for me in the season of my life too. Um, I think that it's pretty easy to believe that God is trying to rob us of something. And I think that's always been the enemy's ploy, right? Like he did that to Adam and Eve. So he's always been trying to convince us that God's trying to steal something from us or trying to take away our joy or our pleasure. Um, And I love that God communicated to you, like, no, I'm, I'm doing this because there's ultimate joy in me. And so you being able to, like having the boldness to get up here and share that with us um, is a really good reminder for my heart that, that, yeah, there's ultimate pleasure, ultimate joy, ultimate life found only in Jesus. And so prohibiting you from any of that other stuff is only for your good. And so I love that. 